Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. And I'm Darren. Today we are going to discuss a game called Armacrog. Armacrog is developed by Pencil Test Studios, published by Versus Evil. It is a game that is $10 at base. We certainly got it for much cheaper. I think I got it for about 3 bucks. It has a 5-hour playtime, but mixed reviews, which I believe you want to talk a bit about why that might be. Yep. Uh, only 952 reviews, and it's been out since 2015. The biggest thing about Armacrog, there are two reasons why I really wanted to play it. On top of it being point and click, it is made using uh, stop motion clay animation, and it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. And it has the voice of Mike T. Nelson from Mystery Science Theater 3000. So uh, that alone was like, oh, wishlist this one. And when it goes on <laughs> sale, I'm going to get it. But it has remained on our to playlist. Our We've had this list for, for years, <laughs> man. We bought this years ago. Thinking, we'll, we'll, we'll do this one. Two years later, we're still doing this. <laughs> That's why I think when we recently said, all right, we choose one each that's been sitting too long, and this was mine. It's funny, though, because it's like we've got a Steam backlog, and we've got a podcast backlog now as well of stuff, because something else always comes up, like, oh, we should do this. This will be timely. And then all these poor other games get swept to the back. I enjoy it. It's not without its faults. Yeah. Some of the puzzles are very obscure or take a long time to do just because of the way they're set up. But overall... It's an enjoyable game. I would say that this is one where, especially at the beginning, I would recommend having a guide or walkthrough on hand because it's very obscure. It's not what you typically expect of a point and click because it's literally just point and click. Mm. You sort of have an inventory, but you can't see it. You can't interact with it. There's no item combination you use the mouse and the left mouse button. You don't even use the right mouse button for anything. That's it. Yeah. And that seems like, oh, well, that should be super easy. I'll have no problems. It actually makes things more confusing <laughs> because we're used to having all these other tools at our disposal. So that was really rough in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I would say that this is one of those games that it's just fun to sit for an afternoon and just get through it. If it weren't for maybe two puzzles, I would say this is the type of game that in a couple of years I'd probably want to play again. But those two puzzles, I'm not <laughs> sure I'm going to want to do again, at least not without a guide on hand. I highly recommend it. I think that it shouldn't be mixed. I think this this should be positive, at least in some way. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It should not. It shouldn't be mixed. It's, it's not a bad game. Uh, especially, I mean, $10 for a five-hour game. It's a bit much, but I mean, we're now talking six, seven years later, so it's always going to be on sale during, you know, the sale time. Exactly. Sales exist, and so you can get this for a fraction of the price. Um, even at the $10 mark, even for like $2 an hour kind of price price mileage you get, a lot of love and effort have been put into this game. It's really well done. It's well voiced. It's got beautiful animation. You know, think of it. As a $10 movie. It's not even just beautiful animation. The backgrounds, the modeling. The sets, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything, everything just looks really beautiful and unique because of the way they've done it. Mm -hmm. I think 
It's well worth playing. If you're going to play Armacrog, I would say do it. Stop putting it off like we did for so long. <laughs> play it and uh, come back. If you've already played it, though, well, you can hang out with us because we're about to go into the spoiler section. My notes for this game are a bit sparse. Mine too. (laughs) I found that I just didn't want to write down every little thing I did in the game. Oh, I got this lever. Oh, I put the lever in the lever spot, whatever we want to call it. It really started to just drag it down as I was trying to take notes. And really with point and click... This seems to be the way with me with taking notes. I take a ton of notes right in the first maybe hour. And then after that, I really lose interest because it's so much. One thing leads to another thing, leads to another thing, leads to another thing. And it isn't the key to what makes me love the game. I mean, I do love that aspect of the game. But I think that it's more the game itself. Doing all of those little things, yes, but... Getting a lever, putting it where the lever goes, well, that's not really a puzzle after you do it the first time. Every time you see a, a lever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of levers to put in. So what I would say is I don't really want to go through the game bit by bit. Mm-hmm. I think that that's also probably not the most interesting thing to listen to. Oh, I grabbed a lever. I put it where the lever goes. I <laughs> push the lever. The open door the opens. Open. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think... What I would rather do with this game is I'd rather focus on puzzles we liked, puzzles we didn't like, story, and just overall what we liked about the animation and the way the game looked and Mm -hmm. and why this game works for us. And also a bit about why, again, we feel like it shouldn't be mixed. It should be better rated than that. Right. I think what I'd like to do first, actually, is deal with the story. The, the intro to the game <laughs> it's such a cool intro it is very good it's like watching a saturday morning cartoon again it was it was awesome you are going to open with a really cool theme song yeah <laughs> that explains the whole situation yeah it explains everything it's, it's like it lays out the whole story who the people are their companions this is what they do this is what they're trying to achieve blah blah here's the bad guy everything just like in a two minute song we know that there's a planet desperate for energy. They need this P energy or plutonium, something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and our hero is going to be Tommy Knot. Yeah. And his brothers, like Vognot and uh, I forget what the other ones are yeah. called. But yeah, they all uh, are exploring the world, but they're green. So will they be able to do what needs to be done? And All of that. I do want to start here, though, by saying you looked into their other games. Yep. Are these characters used in another game? No, no. no. The the other game was called The Neverhood, and this is probably getting to that at the end about why it's got mixed reviews. But The Neverhood, I played it, and as far as I can see, I didn't come across the characters. Maybe they're in there at some point, as I mentioned. 
but you don't play as Tommy Knock. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if this was meant to be a sequel because it seems very much like it could be. It looks a lot. It looks very similar. Similar style. Similar. Uh, it's also claymation. But yeah, we are going to see Tommy Knot, who I'll just refer to as Tommy from now on, and his pet friend, his dog, Beak 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 Beak, as they I love crash. Beak Beak. <laughs> yeah, I think you would. Uh, we watch as well. I don't even think we see the crash. We see the after effect. Yeah, the right? aftermath. Yeah. So they're crashed on this planet, and it's just really amazing. Where they're talking to each other. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. What's that? <laughs> and this, what we find out is a tongue with eyeballs on the end of it. Yeah. Grabs Tommy and starts winching him. In. The creature <laughs> has a winch in his mouth. Yeah. And. Tommy reaches inside of himself to grab some sort of winged insect or something. Yeah. Throws it to Beak Beak, who is able to eat it, sprout wings, which already, when I saw that, I went, okay, so that's going to be gonna something. That's going to get used, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be able to do that in the game. To be honest, I thought we were going to do more with that. I thought we were going to do other things, like other transformations. It's a shame we didn't, but yeah, fair enough. The Beak Beak with his wings can now fly in cut the tongue, save Tommy. They think they've escaped, but just as they find a mysterious door, well, the creature is right behind them, so they go inside. You're now stuck in here, and this is where the game really begins. Yeah. Though if you do look out the window, you'll see another kind of wheeled creature. It has one wheel and you know just a mouth and no eyes. Yeah. Running from the creature that we're scared of. So that indicates that we can't go back outside or the creature will get us. And eventually, if, if you look for long enough, it eventually eats it. Oh, really? Yeah, if you keep on looking out, they'll run up and down and then eventually the big monster with all the teeth will grab one of them and just om nom nom. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't watch it long enough, I guess. Yeah. Here we are. We're, we're in the building, which we're going to find out. The building itself is called Armacrog. The essence of the story is that there was a couple, and they had a baby. And I'm not exactly sure. There's a whole lot in text. Did you read the whole text in the one chamber? I read, I think I read probably all of it, yeah. But um, the one where it's like behind the statue, there's all yeah. the things on the wall. Yeah, I read, I read, I pretty much read as much as I could. That was a really awkward way to read it. It was <laughs> just so much text, and sometimes... You have to I click seem, on the right bit of it. Yeah, I could no... scroll sometimes, but if my cursor wasn't in exactly the right spot, it didn't seem to yeah. work. It's really awkward. <laughs> and it just was so long and just so much that at that point, I wasn't sure if it really related to anything. But it does. I believe that it's basically giving you the history of the place. That mm. the couple also sort of crashed here or landed here created through some soul-infusing device, the man was able to get into the water dispenser mm -hmm. so that they could have water, but then also realized that it wasn't just a water dispenser. He could create things almost like a 3D printer. Yeah. And so he could create anything. Started creating tools and then eventually created these towers, created the energy machines to make them function. So everything that we see was created by them. 
we also know that a creature that way too much looks like Tamina is the bad guy from <laughs> different animations. I like the way I like, but I don't like. Let's say it that way. The animations that we get that tell the backstory. Mm-hmm. I really like, I do like the idea of watch it, try to figure out what's happening. And then later in the game, they'll actually be translated. But I didn't really like the idea of, oh, now go back through each area mm-hmm. at the end. It's good in a resolution way, but it's kind of clunky and slow in a gameplay way. It felt a bit like padding as well. Like just that, how can we, and I get it from a design standpoint as well. So how can we make the most of the sets that we've built? So let's have that make them run through it again. That was one of the negative things that people were saying in their reviews is like, oh, it was all backwards, gibberish. I couldn't understand anything. You made us go through it all again. To be honest, I didn't mind. It, it, I, I didn't. I quite enjoyed having all the trolley system set up and just, just going around and going to that big octopus tree thing and clicking on it and understanding the story perfectly this time. It kind of slots everything together. It wasn't a huge burden. It felt a bit to me because I'm right at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like being at the climax of the story and then throwing in an extra episode of backstory <laughs> in between. Yeah. I think it needed to be done a little bit differently or uh, uh, earlier. What I would have suggested was have a translation switch near each one Mm. so that you're not having to backtrack right at the end of the game. I do like the, oh, watch it first, try to understand it, and then we'll actually give you the, the translation. It's something that to me was missing from other games we've played like Aporia where we were kind of putting it together, but guessing sometimes because we were only getting the images. Right. I do like the animation. It's So you've got the claymation animation, then you have the more traditional animation going on with that. And Mm. later at the end of the game with the mother as she's talking to us and the ghost-like stuff as well. I I think that might have been more traditional. I'm not sure. As we go through, though, we see the evil creature, which clearly looks like Tommy Knot. So obviously it's going to be one of his brothers. Yeah. Because they, they are the only characters we've been introduced to. Though we don't really know him. And I do feel like that's something that could have been done earlier. We didn't really know any of the other characters. I suspect that they wanted to make a series of these games. Right. And that they would introduce us to the characters and get more about each character with each story. And it's a bit sad that we don't, because I would have liked more of this. The brother, I believe, is Vognot. Vognot, yeah. He was doing what Tommy is doing, trying to find the energy to save their planet. Mm -hmm. He must have sensed it in his scanners or something. So he came here and thought it was the mother, killed the father, the guy who created most of this place. Yeah. Killed the mother, realized that she wasn't the power. I mean, the mother tried to do all sorts of things to save the baby and stuff, 
everything happening, but couldn't in time, just had enough, I guess, time and intuition to save the baby, whose name is P. <laughs> P period. That's it. Yep. <laughs> was able to save P, and that basically leads to where we are. Wagner wants the baby because the baby is actually the one that can magically create the plutonium energy that we need. Yeah, just burps it right up or something like that. <laughs> Only when happy, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Which we will get to that. <laughs> and that's pretty much the story. We get to yeah. the end. I mean, it's mostly Tommy trying to figure out his way through all of these towers. You have him find the baby within the first tower, taking care of the baby in a sort of a way. And then basically puts the baby <laughs> inside <laughs> and goes all the way around to get back to the first tower where the thing that was very frustrating because I just couldn't get inside of it, that jar... Oh, the jar that you don't get, that you're introduced to right at the very beginning and you don't get in until the very, very end. end. Exactly. Also, where did the jar go? I don't know. Where did the jar go? <laughs> it didn't seem to break. There wasn't glass around. Oh, right. Okay. Nothing mean, right. picked it up. But when we get there at the end, it's magically gone. <laughs> yeah. I guess the ghost of the mother did that for us. Yeah, of course she did. But... Just as we're with the crystals that the baby gives us, just about to uh, lay them out and escape, Wagner appears with a gun, and it's under one of the vacuum tubes. Tommy hits the switch. Out goes Wagner. The crystals have formed, or give the energy to form the robot mother. It's kind of... <laughs> in image of the mother who will step on Vognat and then they can take off with Vognat stuck to the bottom of yeah, the foot. To the foot, yeah. Squished. Sensors picking up. The other brother is in trouble, so they're going to go save Part two, him. which never came. Well, not yet. <laughs> never say years. never. Maybe 20, 2030. Never say never. It is possible. But that's pretty much the story. Because Tommy takes care of the baby, the mother and the baby both feel comfortable with him taking them. The baby and the five crystals is created should have enough energy to fuel the whole planet. Mm -hmm. Happy ending. Yeah. I like it. Like you said, this is very Saturday morning cartoon. It's ridiculous. It's silly. But it's also funny and cute in a way that I find very appealing. Yeah, because it's done well, you know. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's voiced well and it looks good. So, yeah, I can believe it. I can, I'm along for the ride. I would like more. But that's always me. I always want more. But I think that... I think we could have gotten more with the actual characters. We could have gotten a bit better flashback where we really get to know the characters a bit more of the mother and father instead of just he creates stuff she saved the baby and that's kind of all we get from them yeah. i would have liked to have gotten a bit more from that i would have liked to have seen a bit more actual interaction between 
Tommy and P, because pretty much all we see is him take P out, fix the mobile, and then shove the baby right back in. <laughs> I go back to sleep. It's almost like, well, the baby trusts you because you're the only person around. There's no one else. Right, yeah. And how's it been surviving on its own for this long? I'm guessing that it hasn't been very long. Right, because it looks like it was in a crashed room or something like that, didn't it? Yeah. And everything was still smoking mm. as though it had just been destroyed. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume it's been a day. Mm. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, opposed to that, though, I think for me, the game didn't wear out as welcome. I think anymore, especially with some of the puzzles in the inventory, um, I'm glad it took five hours. I'm not saying I want more puzzles. <laughs> I wanted more story. I wanted more animation. Mm. Because that is the selling point to the game. That mm. is the key to the game. There were all sorts of other things like those statues, which we're going to get to this puzzle later. Uh, the statues where you have to make the lights match. <laughs> That's a whole nother series of those guys. I was like, well, who are why, they? Who are they? Mm. Why are their statues here? There just seems to be so much more that they could have added. Now, obviously, that would have raised the price, the mm. time. I understand that. But I think that if I was to get a second game and only got this amount, I mean, we're pretty much getting the cutscene at the beginning. We're getting the cutscene at the end and not much else. I would like more of that. I think that that is the selling point to what they are developing. I think. Yes, you're right. The puzzles, I don't want any more. <laughs> I think that that took long enough. I wouldn't want that to overstay its welcome, but I would like a bit more... Like another cutscene in the middle kind of thing. Yeah, a couple cutscenes in the middle would have been good to have, instead of doing the storytelling the way they did, if they had done that with the stop motion again, and actually make it look like a flashback, I think that would have looked a bit nicer and felt a bit nicer. But also, I just want to know more about these characters, because at this point, everybody feels very two-dimensional, which is Saturday morning cartoon, but it's almost a bit below Saturday morning cartoon. Because again, I don't really know anything about the parents or P. I don't really know anything about Vognat before Vognat went crazy and tried to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. I want a bit more, but it still is unique. It's still a special because of what it is, the way it looks and the way it's been done. Let's get into the puzzles now. Sure. Let's get into puzzles we hate first. Okay. Let's talk about the light matching puzzle. Okay. <laughs> you know what I did? I solved it in... One move. In one move? Yep. Okay. I'll put the video up right now of me doing it. I was like, is this a puzzle? Oh, cool. This is going to be really tough. Click. Oh, I finished it. I did it. All you got to do is move one orb. The right. I think it's, the, I don't know what it was in the video. I think it's the fourth statue along. You click it once and you, you rotate it once and it's solved. That's why I would always have a guide with me from now on because they can always <laughs> tell you from the starting point right but 
once you mess with it, once you try it, that's over. Now, you could save before every puzzle. Right. Which in this game I probably should have done. I did find the save They don't make it easy. They're still using... It seems like... This is the one problem I have with the game is the, the Neverhood was a, you, you run you can run it through like Scum VM like for the old full throttle games and old LucasArts kind of style that DOS box kind of thing. This seems it's got the whole kind of Scum layout and UI, which for a 2015 game shouldn't be a thing. The save system sucks for this game, and the options menu in general is terrible. Yeah. You've got save, load, and quit, and that's it. And there were times where I seemed to have inadvertently gotten myself out to the main menu and then realized I hadn't saved properly. Yes, me too. I did that once. And had to go back and do that part there's again. Because no, it doesn't seem to, or at least the autosave doesn't seem to work well. I don't think there is an autosave. No, nah, okay, fair enough then. Because that was the mistake that I made the first time was, oh, looks like I'm watching the intro again, which, you know, fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll go and watch the intro again and do the first part but yeah you have to manually save every time which is a bummer i didn't like this puzzle primarily because there were the two on the end that you can't control the only way you can control them is by pulling the big switch now you're talking yeah and I, 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 all right I, so I, I don't understand anything about this puzzle you have your five guys standing there the statues yeah I love the look of it. I love the fact that you see the colors when Mm. the light is on, but then when you turn the light off, you have to make the colors glow the right color. Yeah. This would have been a nightmare for you because you're always terrible about matching colors. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, there are certain colors that you can't mix and match, right? So your base colors here, red, yellow, blue. Yeah, but you got to make purple and stuff like that as well, don't you? Those you can mix. Yeah. But to get red, it has to be red on top of red. Right. Okay, I gotcha. There's always, in this puzzle, there's always one on top of another. So to do red, it has to be red on top of red. Blue has to be blue on top of blue. There is no yellow, so you don't have to worry about that one. Each crank will turn three planets. And the problem is that... All the way to the right side of the screen, Mm -hmm. there are two that none of the cranks work on. The only thing that can do that is the big lever, which changes everything. So I could figure out a way pretty early on to set up the first four. But that last one was always a problem because I didn't have a crank to just turn that one one more. And I don't know how long I messed around (laughs) with this one. I didn't save beforehand, so when I looked at the guide, oh, it was, no. it was so that same thing. You have to do it again? Yeah. Oh, and this is one of the times where I didn't save properly, so I had to do it again. Mm. It's not impossible, but it is very frustrating. Something about the way this one is, it's very difficult for me to keep track of the motion of all of the planets, which way is this group rotating... And also, which one is the color underneath? Because mm-hmm. the color underneath is the one that's going to be moving when you move the big lever. I mean, they'll all be moving, but you need to keep track of the underneath one because the base one is 
the important one. So the guide doesn't just say, oh, go in and move the fourth one along once. It does something like that, yeah. Ah, okay, right. Cause... But because I had already messed around with it. Oh, you had to get it back into a position where... What, how would I ever know if you I was back into yeah, position? Yeah, exactly. Can that I would be harder than actually solving so there's, the problem. So there's, no re- there's no reset button? I didn't find one. Oof, that's rough. That it seems to be the case with most of this game. There doesn't seem to be a reset button. Uh. And could use one. Mm. So that would be number one, because that took me forever. The final puzzle of matching the symbols to the words, where you have to go back to look at all the oh, yeah, yeah. octopus elevators. I like, like I said, I like the idea of it, but it felt like the wrong time to have to go do all of that stuff, given where we are in the story. But also... You are looking for one symbol in each video, and the video has no way to speed it up, to pause it, to exit. And no way just to rewind that little bit that you missed. Exactly. And so I had to go back and watch them. Maybe some of them I had to watch three times, because I was trying to sketch them as I'm as I'm watching it, and I couldn't sketch it quick enough. I tried that the first time, and realized it just wasn't going to happen So I started recording it on my phone. (laughs) That's what I should have done. (laughs) That helped out a lot. And in fact, in doing that, I was able to remember three out of four. There was only one I had to double check. I just didn't like the video function at that point. It needed to have something so that you could start it over or pause or rewind. Because otherwise you have, what is it, a minute and a half yeah, because even it, some of the symbols were right at the beginning, and then if you missed it, you had to, you had to watch the rest of the video. That's right, and then you had to then you could restart it. Not even yeah, even just a stop button just to say okay, I've gone past it. Stop. Let's go back to the beginning right now. Yeah, did not exist. Definitely yeah. a flaw there. I just found some of the puzzles to be a bit tedious, like um, the kind of the old one where you have to rotate the dial and slide things around and. The first one was easy. The second one was more difficult because it was more, it was bigger and more complicated. And by the third one, you didn't even have a design to look for unless you saw the, the blackened out kind of the darkened image at the top. And you had to guess what slotted in there. They just took a long time, you know, like the, the, the ones that open those doors. Yeah, those, I know exactly what uh, you're talking about. The one is that the one where you have to do uh, Wagner? Yeah, the image. Yeah. You do get to see that image. Oh, where is it? If you take uh, Beak Beak through a little tube that's right there. In fact, I think you have to because I think that... I probably just didn't look at it, to be honest. That elevator, the Mm. octopus, will give you a piece for watching the video, which you need to go charge something up. Off to the right of the screen is that image, Ah, the Wagner image, which... I realized what was happening, took a picture of it. Right, okay. And with my phone, okay. And so I was able to do it a bit better. That one was definitely more confusing because also you're now putting something in the top. Mm. So you had to pick the pieces that were right side up as opposed to right. going. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the big, big stuff, like what was that kind of weird spirit? journey thing that you did do you have any idea what was going on like i suspect that it's meant to be tommy watching ah, okay. that they have some sort of psychic connection okay that would make sense 
I'd rather they wouldn't have done that though, because I found to look at. the inverted image was really difficult sometimes to see what I was supposed to be looking at. And certainly, did no idea what I was picking up, like when I was the dog. They had it was a usually good, a lever of some kind. They had a good indicator of these concentric circles that were flashing, yeah, which were sometimes quite hard to see as well. They were, but at least I think they realized there was a problem. Mm-hmm. I suspect this is one where they put it there, thought this will be no problem. Yeah. And then as people play tested it, didn't find anything. Yeah. And realized they need to put something. So mm-hmm. at least there is that. Right. But again, I'd rather it just not be the inverted image. I mm. just found that very difficult to see what I was supposed to be seeing and to know what I was supposed to be doing. The good thing about that, though, was that with that, you could see things. So for one of the early combination puzzles, the images glow if you're looking through that inverted Mm -hmm. peak peak vision, which they aren't normally. Could have been done a little bit better, but I like the idea of it. By the way, according to the guide, that one, that puzzle, changes randomly depending on your game. That, That final slide square one. The three... Picture combination that is on the second floor right next to Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I did roll my eyes. The I didn't mind that so much, but the the punny names that are based on U.S. presidents it just seems so (laughs) out of place. But that apparently is random, depending on well, each game it's random. Okay, so you get different images. I think this is the only one that's true for it, though. Mm-hmm. Because most of the other things, it seemed to be, at least in the guide, step one, step two, step three, it wasn't just go look at this image. It is push this one three times, push this one four times. But that one, you can't. You no. have to find the images. So I do like that. I like that you have to look around for stuff. Building the robot, that was one that I didn't like. We needed to be able to zoom in on the robot. Mm-hmm. I know exactly when you're talking about the tetraglyph to, to, image. To lower the nest with the eggs on it and stuff like that. Those images on the rocks were way too far away. And I wasn't sure, so I did double check with the guide. I didn't even know which one I was supposed to do. I think I did, I think I did three of them before I got the right one. There is the line that has been scratched in the rock. There's only one where the image hasn't been cut. It goes between it. It goes like between the leg parts, but it doesn't cover over any of the leg parts, which was my suspicion. But I wanted to double check before I wasted 20 minutes. Yeah, like I did. On the wrong one. Yeah. (laughs) But there were definitely tiny little things you had to see, like the hand. There were variations that were very similar, yeah. Very similar. Like, is the hand facing me or is it sideways because that's the only difference yeah it's very spot the difference i do think that the choices you're given would probably i think the choices you're given would probably lead you to look at that one anyway that specific image right but it'd be very frustrating at first to not know which one you're supposed to be looking at yeah so again double check just before i tried it one thing that got me right from the very beginning of the game that annoyed me was you can't push a button you have to use big big's tail like come on 
that really annoyed me, man. That that set a bad taste in my mouth from the very beginning of the game. I was like, oh, God, we're in for one of these. Luckily, it didn't come up. I mean, it comes up often, but but you know to use beep beep from now on. But I was stuck on that first one for a long time. Like, why can't I push it? Why can't I push it? Why can't I push it? And then I don't know why. I just had beep beep and tried it. And then it works. It's like, oh, really? Like, Tommy can't push a button? Come on. I agree. It didn't really bother me as much, though, because I figured it out very quickly. I will say, though, there were a number of times where I had a lever and a place to put a lever, but it wouldn't let me because it wasn't time for that lever yet. Right. I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Down the hole where the the water pipes are, there was one time where you go down, you take the, the, the kind of octopus elevator all the way down to the bottom, there's a door on your left, a door on your right, and some pipes. I had a, I had one, although... I think I have one because there's no way to check your inventory. I'm pretty sure I had one, um, but it wasn't for that door. It was for another door. Um, they need an inventory system for this, man, or a way to look at what you've got. That is such a... I don't know why. In an inventory-based puzzle game, they don't have an inventory. That's baffling. Like, what's the logic behind that? I think they just wanted to make it as simple for them as possible. Mm. I don't understand why they would do it any other way. As far as mechanics, there are a few mechanics that I found very frustrating. One was the vacuum tubes. Yeah. I found it very awkward to click to get out of the trolley that you're, the green trolley that you're going around. So when you get to a platform, there are two vacuums you have to get sucked up into one and drop down to the other but it took me forever to figure out how to get out of it the first time and even once I figured it out it seemed a very specific place that I had to click to make it work and this could have been saved by just putting an image of an arrow up or something a yeah. button or yeah an arrow to click something to actually touch because I had no idea. I just rode the cart to the end and it seemed to always work. Like if I went right to the end of the line, I would just automatically go up. Really? That yeah. did not work for me. The cart would just keep bumping against the platform. That's annoying as well. Like I want to just enjoy the ride and just click on where I want to go and then look, just take my hands off and just watch going around. But every time you hit a junction, it's that and it won't go and you've got to click on it again to make it go. I understand that as a mechanic when, you know, you have a junction where you might want to go up or you might want to go down, right? And so you imagine you're coming from the side and you hit a junction and you might want to go diagonally up or diagonally down. So it's stopping you there and bouncing around. But when it's a straight line and it's just like there's just a connection made and you're going to the end of that line anyway, but it makes you click through every single bit, like... Just a small, it's those small quality of life decisions that, that the developers make about things that make you think, why? I don't, I don't, again, I don't understand why they couldn't just allow you to click right through it to the end and just enjoy a smooth, beautiful bit of animation with great scenery and enjoy the ride. Like Along with that would be the times where I had to solve a puzzle by moving the disc. Oh, that hamster wheel thing? No, not that. I'm still on the trolley. Okay. There are different discs, but I have to go to a different yes, screen. Yes, to another screen and guess where it's rotated to. <laughs> I hated that puzzle. 
<laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Let me go up. All right, let me go back. What's moved? Let me go up. How much has it moved? Let me go back. <laughs> that I I really don't like that at all. Yeah, yeah. So what did you think of the hamster wheel puzzle? I didn't mind it. I was stuck for a long time. <laughs> I was stuck for ages. It is so simple. Once I got it, I was like, oh my God, I'm stupid. But I was trying everything, man. Like, what's going on? And then not actually just looking. The code is right in front of you. All you've got to do is... Match the windows. Yeah. Let's look through the round window, Darren. Oh my God, it's just so dumb. Oh, no, no, not it. I'm so dumb. Yeah, it's a really simple puzzle. Um, but the other one, and, and I, made a, I made a mountain out of a molehill on the second one as well, where you had to like line up the, the track. Um, like there's like a, a, like a maze puzzle thing that you've got to get the maze in line. Again, I was overcooking it. It was just as simple as the first one, really. Just all you had to do was just go around, go back around, go. It's like turning a dial on a rotary phone, more or less. The other one for me, the big one for me, would be the image swapping. There's a cannon and four faces, and you have to create the design that Thomas Jefferson drew for you. You're talking about the puzzle where you shoot at a ball and you get the quill? No. No, because I like that puzzle. Um, no, that connects stuff from the previous president and the colors. The colors were the thing that got me at first because I didn't realize, oh, I'm supposed to where look. you see them, yeah. I'm supposed to look somewhere else for this one. But the thing that comes after that. So you take the quill to Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, I'm free. And he draws this shape. There are four lines. Two are dark, two are white. Oh, and you got to, it's like a rotation puzzle and you got to like line up the... Yeah, the two but th- it's not really a rotation puzzle. You're there, there's a, a circle. Oh. Mm-hmm. So there are, I think, six points where the images can go on the outside. There are six points, I think, on the outside where the images can go and also right in the center. Mm-hmm. The one face is distressed and you can connect white lines from that one the cannon it's dark lines i didn't really understand this puzzle i knew i had to do but i forgot the colors and i did it backwards the first time so i had i had the white lines on one side and the dark lines on the other it was supposed to be dark on the first part and then white on the other i understand that whatever one seems to be on the outside is the one i can move mm-hmm. and it's going to go to one set location but I didn't understand why sometimes I could get the cannon to connect with dark lines to two, but sometimes to only one. Yeah. Same thing with the distressed one, why sometimes one white line would connect and sometimes it'd be two. I just didn't understand this puzzle. I didn't understand the mechanics. I totally used a walkthrough for this one. I saved beforehand and <laughs> luckily was able to use that where it just told me what to click. Even after clicking, it's not one of those where, oh, now I understand what the puzzle is about. I still don't understand. Mm. Did you just do it until it happened? No, I knew what I was doing. Um, I think the logic was the the guy with like the open mouth, he could connect two of the lines together. And I, I, I don't remember exactly. It, it felt good to me. I, I felt all right doing that puzzle. Um, but I just, like I said, I just forgot that it was dark lines that came from the left into dark uh, into white lines on the right so i 
put them backwards. And then when it wasn't working, I was like, what? what's going on? And then I went back and looked at the symbol again. I said, like, oh, I put it backwards. So I just, just changed it around. It's just like one of those sliding puzzles again where you just got to slide them in the middle and slide them out to the sides. Every time you clicked on one, if there was a space available, it would move to it. Granted, what it needs is like placement holders for each character or symbol, whatever you want to call it, to like show you where it could possibly move to because there's no there's no symbol, there's no placement holder on the disc. So you're like, where is it moving to? But yeah, there was like six things around the edge and one in the middle. Yeah, it was fair enough. It also didn't connect to the story in any way. We have the cannon, but we were shooting birds with it. Yeah. We weren't shooting whatever those faces were. <laughs> so it just felt completely out of place yeah. to me. Whereas the one I know we need to talk about... <laughs> Is the baby mobile. It was fun the first time. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was well, I enjoyed it the first time. I did not. When the, when the baby came out again for the second time, and I was like, you're making me do this again? Oh, come on. And welcome to your third time. Yeah. I like the tune. I like, I like, I like the song. That's part of my problem. I don't. Mm, I like the song, so it didn't bother me that much. I think I had a few problems with the puzzle. One, I don't have a problem with the way it looks. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does look great. Each of the little pieces you're putting on looks great. Yeah. Though I did have some trouble with a couple times where they would get stuck being sideways, sideways yeah, the same or problem, upside yeah. down, and I couldn't seem to adjust Hang that. it properly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the song didn't seem to play through like a song. It's like they took a song and cut it up. They did, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't feel right. <laughs> it feels like if you're going to make this kind of puzzle, it should be a song that I could hear through and I could hear the different parts. And again, like with the video, once you hit play, you have to let it go all the way through. I mean, you can stop the song at least, but you can't just click on the parts you need to hear. Oh, you can. Can you? Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? Because every part is like a every the circle is like imagine it's like a pipe divided up yeah yes you can click on section of a section of the pipe and it'll play that part of the song will it yeah oh that would have made my life so much easier because mm, i didn't realize you could I, I was just letting it run for the first time and by my second or maybe third time doing the same puzzle i was started experimenting being like god there's got to be a way to do this and you can you can click on different parts of the pipe to hear that part of the song again okay yeah, that would have made my life much easier. So yeah. I was just sort of guessing my way through. Yeah. Because I thought I had to let it play the whole way through every time. And much of the songs, like you'll have three that seem to start out the same exact way. Yeah. So you have to listen all the way through for the one thing that'll make it different. Mm. But on top of that, okay, so let's take away my problem because obviously that wasn't. My other problem would be that there's too many other sounds bleeding in. We have the baby crying, which yes. is irritating. <laughs> but I'm also, maybe you didn't have this experience, but I could still hear the regular music playing in the background. I think I could too, yeah. That should never <laughs> happen in a puzzle where I'm trying to listen to the song. Yeah. Also be listening to the main song going at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's definitely there, but it's more muted, but you can still hear it. Yeah. yeah. Really frustrating. By the third time, I had just kind of given up. 
I would guess. No, it didn't work that way. Rotate them all one to the right. Right. Until the pieces just started to fit. Because, I mean, that's a good mechanic about this puzzle, though, is when you go around, if you got it right, the little toy stays, stays. hooked on. Yeah. If you get it wrong, it falls off. If it didn't, I would have rage quit. Because it, it's almost it like a game of mastermind in that in that sense, where it's just like, well, I got half of them right. It's just a case of moving them around a little bit. So even if you were completely uh, like tone deaf and you didn't understand music or whatever, um, you could still you can still do this puzzle. I would have appreciated if the pieces in the back were different. Because mm-hmm. I thought you had to match it. So did I. <laughs> Wasted a lot of time. It would make sense. Like Wasted a lot of time one. going, wait, are these rats not matching the way that I thought? Let me switch those. Yeah. Please don't have babies crying throughout <laughs> a whole puzzle. It's not pleasant. So, uh, uh, yeah, we, we, were there any other puzzles that stuck out as you, uh, that you didn't like? Not that I can think of at the moment. I would like to get into some that I... Like did enjoy. I think that it'd be good to talk about things we did like. Mm-hmm. First off, I want to say that I am very impressed with how much they are doing with point and click where it literally is just click. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no inventory. There's no combination matching. There's... Oh, I'm glad there's no inventory mixing. Like, Well, you couldn't do that and i think that's the only reason they can get away with this is there isn't any mix and matching if there was then you would need to have an inventory system yeah but i really respect it wasn't always i think the best choice but i really respect the fact that they did make it so all you're doing is just clicking around and that seems like it wouldn't be a game Mm -hmm. that seems like that would just be visual novel but this very much is a game and there's very much puzzle elements there's all sorts of mini puzzles that we are doing throughout and the visuals i love the hamster wheel one Mm -hmm. i think that's fantastic though the trolley has some mechanic issues game wise it's a really interesting mode of travel it looks very cool they did a great job of making sure that the characters actually look like they are where they're supposed to be. Yeah. They've done that with tricks of probably lighting, or maybe they actually even took the figure and put it in sure. there to make that work. That looks great. So I love all of that stuff. And just the amazing stuff they did with different types of puzzles visually, I think is really, really good. I really like the... Though the, the first elevator was... a bit weird i don't understand why it appeared when it did i'm very glad that it did the first elevator you mean the first like the tentacle yeah because you move the i love oh man we haven't talked about those things i don't know exactly what you're gonna say the fuzzy orange guys yeah they look great they look amazing and you get that right early on and that's a great thing oh we have this creature it looks cute we're gonna use it like a cube Mm-hmm. We're going to move it forward, move it back. You can uh, climb on top of it or go over it. You can use it to block a door so that it doesn't shut. Mm-hmm. All sorts of little things you could do with it. But they've given it life 
in a way that's cute and looks really good. Yeah, because it really contrasts well with the clay because this is made out of like felt or something like that and it, it just looks, it's really well done, man. It's so good. But that first puzzle, I really like the fact that what they did in the beginning was they trapped you into a tiny room. Yeah. Because even though I was frustrated with it, because I wanted more things to be able to do mechanically, they were showing me that this is all you get. And so you get the first room, you have to be able to get your way out of that first little room. And then you have sort of three rooms to work with. And then you have the tunnel to work with. And so they've taught you a lot of little mechanics here right in the beginning. They scaffold you up pretty well. There's not a lot to scaffold, so you would think that they wouldn't even need to, but I'm glad they did. If they immediately started you with a huge area to go through, it would be too overwhelming. And I think they did a great job of having the tower. Each part feels like it belongs together as part of the whole, but also we only get a section at a time so that we don't become too overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. No, it never never gets out of control, basically. You're always kind of tunneled a little bit, but in a good way. I did find with the elevators, I love the elevators. I love the way that they look. Sometimes the clicking on and off was sure. a bit of an issue, but yeah. I love the idea of it. I, however, the first time didn't realize that I could go up another level. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought the Abraham Lincoln section was all I got. Yeah. And so I was very frustrated because I'd only be given one image. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> and the guide said, oh, well, take it up to the next level. Mm. Or the third, you know, even one above that. Oh, okay, well, that's a totally different aspect then. Yeah, going up there, being able to get the crank. The, that room with the glass jar and the crystals, the, that's the final thing. I kept going back into that room. Can I use it yet? Can I use it yet? Can, can I, I put, use it yet? Can I put Beak Beak in the <laughs> vacuum? No, can't figure a way how to do that. Nah. Can I put the baby there? No, <laughs> can't do that. The cranking of the door that rotates so you have different rooms, yeah. I just love. It's got such a, a feel to it. It's got weight when you crank it. It's really well done. The speed of it, the sound effects. Mm-hmm. The look of it, it just works very well. Yeah. And then you've got the the fact that more than one room is there. I think that that is fantastic. I love that whole idea, the whole uh, labyrinth idea of open the door one way, it's one thing. Open it a different way, it's something yeah. else. We get that here. Yeah. When I did this room, I immediately thought of Riven because the sound that you make when you're cranking it is the same there's a puzzle in Riven that's very, really similar to this, where it's a room, you push a button, it ro rotates a room, you can walk into it, and then there's an exit. But if you hit the button a couple more times, it'll give you another exit. It's got the same feel, the sa even the same sound of pushing that button sounds really similar to the crank on this room. So when I did that, I was like, I wonder if it's one of these types of puzzles. And then, oh, sure enough, you've got two more doors to check. Oh, no, not two more. You've got one more door and the crystal switch goes on. Yeah. So you got three things. So it's like making the most out of an area when you're on a limited like design set or whatever. Yeah, it's it's great. You also have the ghost father who will give you hints, cryptic I guess, hints. Yeah. I really like that. That mm -hmm. actually did help me a few times. 
yeah, he definitely points you in the right direction. Especially when, like, early game, he says something like, you have all you need to cross the threshold. It's like, oh, okay, I actually have everything. Mm. I'm just missing something. I need to do something. I really like that aspect of the game. I didn't mind the sliding puzzle so much. By the last one, it was a bit much just because... I feel like they kept adding more pieces, so there <laughs> yeah. just wasn't enough room to move stuff. Yeah. So it goes back to some of the other games we've played before where, oh, yeah, I've got to move everything over here to move it back over here so that I can get the one piece I need to move it back. We've had that before in uh, games like uh, House of Da Vinci and and the like. Yeah. I... I enjoy that kind of puzzle, though. I think the mechanic need to be tweaked a little bit. I think it would have been better if it was more like click and it would just move. Mm. I think being able to move more than one at a time would have saved me a load of time. Because it looks like there's space in the little like receptacle thing for, for two. two. But sadly, no. There's only one little hole. Like you, There's a little circle for where each one could go. So there's only one there. Mm. So I knew... That that was probably the case, but I was very disappointed because <laughs> I knew that that was going to make that take a bit longer. Uh, what about some of the puzzles that you enjoyed? I'll try to think now. Well, I really enjoyed the statue puzzle because it was one it was one click and it was done. Um, I liked the uh, one of my favorite puzzles was just because it was funny and it was um, just kind of dumb and it was easy. Was that the the Abraham Lincoln? Ant thing, whatever his name was. The what clicking. Was, yeah, the clicker, and then you had you got so you, you. I wrote down the clicks, like how many clicks for each one, and I was like, where am I going to get to use this? And I found the cannon, and I was like, okay, I'm in. And I did it. It's like, oh, you can change the colors of these. I've got to find something else. I didn't even realize you could change the color. That the guide helped me with that because I, I knew I was doing the clicks right. Mm -hmm. I had been waiting for yeah, ages. hours to <laughs> use that. It'd been like two hours now. Come on, I can use it. Yeah, but no, I couldn't. Uh, I don't even remember. Do you? Do you remember where we get the color? It's in the same level as this. So basically, if you go left from the cannon, and you go, you keep going left. I think there's something in it's it's, it's that way anyway. Um, uh, yeah, it's in this area. Uh, you find the the colors because he comes out with his scroll and it's like it's got the three seals down. Oh right, it's on the scroll, and so you've you, you got you got the colors there, which I was a bit worried because all he says is what does he says bully. No, that's a different one. Was that a different one? I, I, I still don't understand what that was about. I believe that it's meant to be Roosevelt, but I is he famous for saying bully? I've got no idea. Oh, oh, he is. Okay, I'm guessing so, but I don't know what purpose it served in the game <laughs> really uh, maybe it's an inside joke for the developers or something like that. i've got no idea because that really confused me um um unless yeah. they're making a reference to the movie the ant bully but i <laughs> doubt that they would be doing that uh, i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of the puzzles now to be fair the puzzles for me weren't the the main that wasn't really why I enjoyed this game in the end. It wasn't for the puzzles, which is weird because it's a puzzle game. But I just felt like a lot of the puzzles had been done before, and they were they were all right. But I just want like like you said earlier, I just wanted to see more of the world, um, and I wanted to do more. Yeah, I wanted more animation and more. 
I, I felt the story was fine. It was good enough for me, but I wanted to see more. Yeah, visually, because uh, the, what they've made was great. Um, an extra level would have been good, like an extra area, but that would probably be yeah budget and time. Because they were on th- th- this was a Kickstarter as well. Did you find the Kickstarter room? Mm, probably not. Uh, beak, beak, you take Beak Beak through a tunnel and he pops out the other side and it's just like names firing across the ceiling. Oh, yeah, I did, actually. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Which I checked the guide. Are these names important? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, are these names important until I saw, like, you know, B-Boy 75? And I'm like, yeah, this is not, this is, this, this is the Kickstarter room. But there weren't that many names on there. So maybe that was, like, the top tier kind of, like, you know, 5,000 bucks guys. We do, however, get some more bits of the world through our exploration which i like this part with the cannon when you use the lever right there the purple area accordions down and gives you new areas to look at i really enjoyed that that was that was a cutscene it just wasn't a story cutscene you do get that bit when you're in the green trolley and you're going around and you see the third tower from the outside, and you get the full shot of it. That looks pretty great. I enjoy that part, too. That is just the type of thing that we'll probably always want more of, especially you, mm. because you love looking at the environments, and yeah, that's probably why the trolley part doesn't bother you as much, because you're very much, oh, I'm going to look at the environments, and walking sim style. Yeah, yeah. Of play. yeah. I think I would agree with you for the most part about the puzzles. I think there were a number of times where I had to go back and forth that I didn't like as much. It felt a bit padded, but it also felt a bit frustrating. Oh, I've got to get all the way in the trolley to go all the way back to double check I have the clicks right because for some reason I think that's wrong. That can feel a bit old after a while. And I think that that's part of the problem with the end. If I hadn't had to keep going back and forth for some other things, maybe doing that last part, exploring all the octopus tentacles Mm -hmm. and getting the symbols again, wouldn't have felt quite so bad. But I felt like I'd been doing that the whole game. Right. It's like, okay, I'm minutes from the end and I have to go do it again and I have to go do it (laughs) all the way through. I like the matching puzzles, like the petroglyph matching puzzle. I just would have liked to have been able to see it a bit better. And that's really the thing. I think that there are a lot of decent puzzles. Like you said, maybe not the most original, but I don't necessarily need them to be original. Sometimes it feels good to have a game you can kind of burn through. And that's kind of what this game felt like to me. So for me, that didn't really bother me. Having images that you have to go back for, that does bother me a bit. Especially, like we said before, with the long videos you have to watch without being able to pause or exit early. Yeah. But I felt most of the puzzles felt okay to me. And that's really something. I think even the light puzzle, even though I found it very frustrating and I just would have loved to have been able to just control the last set, I knew what I was doing. I'm just terrible at those type of games, <laughs> those, those type of puzzles. They always get me. I got stumped on the crystal puzzle at the end as well, when we finally do get into the bell jar. 
I had a bit of trouble because I didn't seem to quite understand how to put the crystals in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're meant to go here, but is there an order? And I'd put them down and they just seemed to float behind the thing instead of going in. But once I got the first one to lock in, then it was fine. Right. But it was a little weird. Mm. Um, what I was going to say was, um, if you if you like this kind of game, and I think you own this game, there's another game called, uh, well, it depends how you say it. I've always called it Luminosity, but it's maybe Luminosity. I think you have it. It's a game, rather than Claymation, though, it's they've, they've built an entire set out of cardboard. So it's all handmade uh, cardboard animation stuff. Um, and it's a puzzle game that re- kind of reminded me of Armacrog, uh, in a sense, when I was playing this, because I still haven't finished it. And I think, I think that's on our list. It should be if it's not. I love those kind of environments. The yeah. built out of cardboard, built out of real world mm. elements. So yeah, I'll, if I don't have it, I will. Yeah. But I've, my guess would be I do have it. I'm pretty sure. As far as the game itself, the mixed ratings. As far as I can tell, it's just a bunch of fam, uh, Neverhood fanboys who say it's not the Neverhood, so I don't like it. And I think that's really unfair. Did you get a chance to play Neverhood? Then? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I have played the Neverhood. Um, Neverhood is old. It came out in like 1996 or something like that. Um, but I can understand why people are disappointed in Armacrog after playing Neverhood. Neverhood came out like what? So 96-ish. What's that? Like 10 years? No, no, no. 20 years before Armacrog came out almost. 19 or 20 years before. And the Neverhood looks fantastic. It's really, really good. But it had like the full support of like the DreamWorks studio behind it. You know, it had money coming out of his ears. Um, and it had a whole slew of developers working on it. Not, not one guy kickstarting it, you know, uh, to a few thousand backers. What the Neverhood does is it um, it has first-person parts in it as well. So imagine claymation, but you're now inside the character moving three-dimensionally through those environments. It's pretty sick, man. Um, so yeah, it is, it is great. It does have a slide puzzle in it, a slide square puzzle in it. So that was a red flag for me. <laughs> um, is that where you finished, finished out? Yeah, but yeah, the inventory is the same. It goes in the chest, um, and you're just a guy that wakes up in a weird place. Um, there's no voice acting in the Neverhood, or at least not as far as I can remember. Those, those first person bits are absolutely amazing. Even even the menu system is all done in claymation. So even your arrow moving around the screen to click on things is all done in claymation. It's brilliant. Uh, it's got a lot of music. It's got really thick claymation. It's kind of Tuchel style weirdness, you know? And that was, and it's got like mist level hard puzzles as well. So it's like, it's got some really tough puzzles. Um, but that 3D moving around is brilliant. So I get it. It's not the Neverhood, but you can't judge, you can't review a game based on what it isn't. That doesn't make any sense. You got to make a review based on what it is. That's logical, right? Yeah. So, if you go on Steam, it's just a bunch of people complaining that it's not the Neverhood and it's not as good as the Neverhood and they kickstarted it and they're disappointed. I get it because, yeah, the Neverhood is pretty amazing, especially for what it was 20 years ago. But it's a shame because maybe that's going to put other developers off 
They're like, well, I'm not wasting five years of my life if people are just going to shit all over my game. Uh, you know, I'm not wasting five years of my life if people are just going to give me mixed reviews and say my game is garbage. Like, I put a lot of time and effort into this, and blood, sweat, and tears, and this is what I get. A mixed review on Steam from people who are always complaining that there's not enough of this genre, there's not enough of this on Steam. Why, why can't we get more of it? They get it, and they throw it out of the window. Nah, I, I, I totally disagree with the mixed review. As do I. I feel it deserves a positive. Maybe not an overwhelmingly positive. <laughs> Because I definitely had some issues with I mean, some of the mechanics. We have torn things. it apart pretty much today, but for for good reason. It's not perfect, yeah, but for what it is, it's beautiful. Sadly, I think that that means if that's the case... At least I think that's the case. Then it means there's likely not going to be another one because they won't back it. Yeah, maybe. And as you said, maybe the developer doesn't want to go through that again. That's a lot of stress and a lot of energy and a lot of just emotion to deal with when creating something like that that takes so long and to get that kind of reaction, which is a shame because this does feel like the type of game that could lead into a sequel. And the sequel, in theory, could be better. So my hope is that maybe they'll come around, maybe they'll give it a go anyway. Or if it's licensable, maybe someone else will pick it up. Even, I would like to see more of this world. I'd like to see more of these characters. I love this sort of Saturday morning style of game with theme song, with characters. You, I mean, they're they're very two D, but that's kind of the point. You know who they are right away. Yeah. And if you just take it just a little bit further, which you would if you were doing subsequent stories. Yeah. I think that that could work very well. I'm glad I played it. I will probably, a five-hour game like this, I'll probably play again at some point. It just won't be anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So we have to play Wallace and Gromit next now to keep our claymation fix. Keep chasing that high. (laughs) Gaps filled and more gaps created.